Welcome in. These sultry sounds that you're hearing are brought to you by the Dream Team Fantasy Podcast. What sounds are those? The sultry sounds. Oh, thank you. From back in the day. Can you spell that word? Uh, sultry? Yeah. S-U-L-T-R-Y. Sultry? I don't know. I think that's it. I'm your host, Derek Escabel. Um, and if you can't get the, the what's going on in this show from that, that intro, um, this is the My Guy episode. So we're going to be going over our favorite players from the draft. We'll go back a little bit. Um, these songs may or may not have something to do with our My Guys. They, they may not. They may not. Just figure, ask. Yeah, figure it out. Hugo. Bertot. Has nothing to do. Or, or does, does it? it? Maybe. Wink. Wink. Maybe not. Maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> and then, joined by the local dinosaur, Joshua Chowder Fleetner. The local dinosaur. Yeah. The only dinosaur. Everyone's favorite dinosaur. Were you ever were you ever a dinosaur for Halloween? No. The best the best one I ever did was the chowder costume. <laughs> Hold on, you were never a dinosaur? No. I don't I don't care about Halloween. How that is much. that possible? Because I don't care about Halloween. I don't care if you but don't care about that's it. That's almost unbelievable. Yeah. What I mean it's not really dressing up if I dress up as a dinosaur. Oh, I guess that's, that, that's a good point. That is a good point. Um, <laughs> all right, well, let's go ahead and get into the news. And I think the first one that we can just talk about. Here comes the money. Oh, money talk. Oh. Here comes the money. That man got paid. Josh Allen got an extension to stay in Buffalo. I think it was a five-year extension, making this a six-year deal. Uh, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was insane. Four-year extension to make a total of six. Uh, it was like $250 million Yeah. at the end of the day. So. I think it was like 150 guaranteed. Yeah. The man got stupid money. $2.5 million a game. Uh, that's dumb. You think it's worth it, though? Like quarterbacks, they're, they're starting to get paid up there. Yeah, they're locking I, their guy for, down. For him, it, for him, I like his deal better than Mahomes. They've been comparing him, and they think he's got a better deal than Mahomes. I would much rather have Mahomes. Well, so he gets the he gets to automatically restruct or he gets to like renegotiate when he turns thirty one, thirty two, mm. and that's prime prime era for quarterbacks. Yeah, I think just having the ten years and having it spread out a little bit more. Uh, I don't know though. For the team, it would help. Yeah, it's just. Uh, these quarterbacks keep resetting the market over and over and over again. Who, who's next? Uh, Lamar. Baker and Lamar. Don't say Baker. Baker's hey, not going to get close to what Lamar is going to get. But Baker's going to get fucking get paid. paid still. He's going to get paid. They're going to throw some fucking money at him. They have to. I mean, it's the market. Brown, Browns haven't had a, a solid quarterback in how long? When's the last time they had a quarterback for more than three years? Well, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> the other news we got. We were just talking about this before. Uh, rookie Rashad Bateman for the Baltimore Ravens went down with an injury, running a route. Appears to be a groin injury. They don't know the extent of it. They're doing MRI. So we'll find out a little bit later. Keep up to date with that. But yeah, it's looking like he's going to miss a few weeks at least. Don't know if he'll be ready for the start of the regular season. This guy was going to be one of my guys. He was. But hearing that news, he just dropped off of there real he quick. Fell. Yeah. Um, Justin Jefferson also went down last week. Yep. Um, they were, the initial fear was that it was a collarbone injury. It was just an AC joint sprain. And so they, he escapes. He should be, you know, nothing too serious. He'll probably just keep him off his shoulder for a little while. And yeah, he'll be ready for the regular season. It'll be a nagging injury. Yeah, I don't know. Did you guys watch, uh, any of the hall of fame? Oh, I didn't watch any of it. I did not. Did you guys see the Palomalu bust? No. No? With the hair? No, the only bust I saw was the the meme one of uh, Peyton Manning where they extended his forehead by like <laughs> an additional five inches. <laughs> well, I mean, they, the they only got, one they got I the... saw was Edgar James. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Well, this was a good year for for hair on the on bus. Paul Malu, Edron James, mm, throwing Manning. dreads. Uh, I think the <laughs> I think the receiver for the Cowboys too had a fro. So like the bus had some fucking nice hair. Got some hair hair this one. Um injury news, but not injury news. I don't know what the hell is going on in New York, but uh their coach came out a few days ago and said uh they expect Saquon to be ready by week three. But that didn't mean that he won't play before that. I know. And then he's he's like practicing fully. Yeah, and then right they, now. and then he just said, Oh yeah, he he probably see some preseason work. I don't understand that. Like how do you expect him ready for week three? I but you're thinking he's gonna play in a preseason game. Okay. Let me ask you guys a question. If Saquon's there, fifth, sixth pick in the first round, are you taking him? That's the that's like the hardest it, part. It depends on who else is there with him. I've seen a, we're, that. I, yeah, but we're going to go ahead and say uh, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, uh, Derrick Henry, and Alvin Kamara off the board. I'll take him. You'll take him at five if he's there. I want to take him. I do, but I can't trust that what's going on with everything. It's so cryptic there. Yeah, because it's like after that you have, in terms of running backs, it's like uh, Zeke, Jonathan Taylor, and Chubb. You taking any of them over Saquon? Right now, no. I, Zeke's possible. Um, I've, I've started that, jumping on Zeke a little earlier based off his draft position. Yeah, that that one is a close one. I but uh, a close one Jonathan me. Taylor with the injury to Wentz. I think that hurts. And Quentin Nelson. Mm-hmm. And Nelson. Nelson's going to be back, though. So is Wentz, but they're just on complete. Hold on, what do you mean he's going to be back? He said it himself, that he ain't no bitch. He's going to be back in four weeks. We'll see on that <laughs> one. Uh, he's an no lineman. We're badass. Yeah. Oh. Chowder would be back in four weeks. I'd be playing. With the broken Still. foot. Still? Still. He'd have a, you know, imagine how when you, you could make players with the nubs. Like on their hands, he'd have a nub on his foot. Oh, the <laughs> yeah, that's possible. Um, I think I don't think I really have anything else news wise. DJ Shark broke his finger. He did. He had surgery on that. So he'll um, be back but, for week one. But, but fingers on receivers. That's yeah. I feel like that shit happens all the time though. Yeah, there was receivers that had that same surgery last year and didn't miss a week. Oh really? So yeah, not too concerning on that injury as much, especially since he's got a few weeks too. Hey, you were play, you were playing football with a broken pinky. I did. It didn't feel great, but I did it. I did. Cause we wide receivers are divas. divas. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Hunter not, Henry. Not me though. I'm, oh yeah, Hunter Henry. He's out with I'm, shoulder. I'm a slot <clears throat> receiver. Slot receivers aren't divas as much. Uh, but yeah, Hunter Henry out for a couple weeks. They said said they expect him back to for the start of the season. But if it lingers, that Bumps up Jonu Smith, pretty pretty high higher in my rankings. Yeah, but pretty higher. Pretty higher. Yeah. Well, h- well, higher than. Uh, higher than Chris. Higher than Henry. Oh, yeah, higher than. Henry. He's been <laughs> higher than Henry. So, let's be real. I don't know your rankings, man. Okay, let's. I know your quarterback rankings. You do. Tell uh, tell the listeners about your your TikTok experience. Experience. TikTok stay hating. TikTokers are hating on my my rankings, so um, I mean I'm gonna put out my top ten running back here soon. But hey, 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 hey stop, hey, hey, stop hey. hurting my feelings, y'all. All right, stop it. Uh, but what, anyways, what was uh the reason for the hate? Let the listeners know. In my top ten, I had Jalen Hurts at number ten over Russell Wilson. I know Russell Wilson is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But in terms of fantasy, I'd rather have the rushing ability of Jalen Hurts. And, yeah, people were like, uh, you know, call me dumb. Told me I was ugly and I couldn't read good. Um, but Someone even took a jab at your hair and you yeah, were wearing a hat. I know. It wasn't so uncalled for. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was one. And then I have Dak at number two currently. It's mainly because of the weapons he has. And I think they're going to have a sorry defense <laughs> and they're going to have to be in shootouts. So... I'm thinking he's going to be healed before the season starts. If he's not, I'll for sure adjust my rankings accordingly. But I feel like fantasy-wise, like where you had players, it's respectable. Thank you. Thank you. It's one man's opinion. 
All right. Well, before we get into our uh, follow our, us our on topics. TikTok. Yeah, follow us on TikTok. Before we get into <laughs> our topics, though, uh, we're going to go ahead and ask an important question here. Is water wet? Oh. Because uh, on the Denver Broncos TikTok, <clears throat> they showed that uh, they asked this question to players, and there was a huge debate on it. So. Okay, let's see. Is water wet? I feel like water is wet. Water is water. Being wet is an effect of touching water. Yeah, if water touches water, it's wet. So is water wet, chowder? Water's... Jeez Louise. Water's not dry. Water's not wet. Thank you. I'm I'm on team water. Water is not wet. wet. Why not? Because water makes things wet. Because wet is something that happens (laughs) when you introduce water to something else. You have to have two things for something to become wet. Water is what makes something wet. I don't know. I still feel like it's wet. How is it wet? Because water's touching water. How is it touching water? That's not even impossible. That's impossible. How? How? A water molecule on a water molecule. Am I touching myself right now since I'm on myself? Oh, uh, yeah. No. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's dumb. I, I don't know, man. You just brought that up. I did. I wanted to argue. <laughs> we had to warm up. <laughs> I'm like, I have no fucking clue. I don't know the definition of... What's the definition of what? It's a state My of jump being. Shot. It's like, you know, you get in the water. When Are you wet when you're in the water then? Yes. Yeah. Or no. I think so. If you're, so from shoulders down, you're submerged in water, but your head doesn't go in, and it never went in. Then your body's wet, and your head's dry. Is it wet? Or are you just in water? You're wet. (laughs) Until you, once you get out of the water, you're wet. You're you're wet in the water, man. (laughs) Now I'm fucking confused. So the whole time you shower, you're dry. So, well, no, so wait, 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 wait. Because wait. you're not submerged in water. You're not in submerged in water when you're getting showered. So, so then, is a fish dry? Like saying what he's, he's saying. He's saying a fish is dry. That's exactly what you're. Until saying. Until it gets removed from the water, then it's wet. <laughs> so, so fish, fish are dry. I don't, I don't know. Water's wet now. Oh, this is, I just, I'm, glad I, I'm glad we brought this up. We might have to add this. <laughs> but, yeah, um, we're going to go ahead and... Uh, who comes up with those questions? I don't know. People who, who get too high. Whoever comes up with them. Oh, you got to ask Chris that one. Yeah, oh, my god. I already know what he's going to say. Well, I bet he says water's wet. We're going to freaking ask the whole draft this Saturday. Our draft is coming up this Saturday. A little earlier than I wanted, but it's going to be a fun day. Always is. Oh, yeah. So we'll ask that whole team. I'm still debating on if I want to set up the <laughs> podcast equipment and, you know, do a podcast of like maybe the first round or two. But That's going to take too long. Uh-huh, but we'll see. We'll see. Oh, no. First round's gonna take like an hour. Okay, it could be a it hour? could be a three hour three hour pod. Fuck it. We'll probably be drunk at that point. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Uh, but anyways, we're gonna get into our first topic, which is gonna be campus. People That's that are uh, possibly disappointing and people that are rising. So. Uh, okay. Hugo's the one who kind of really wanted to talk about this. I think you have some people in mind. So. I'll start off with hit me with it with Trey Lance, man. Trey. I've I've been seeing a shitload of videos, been hearing the buzz. People, uh, beat writers saying they've never seen a quarterback like this before. What quarterbacks have been in San Francisco? Fucking some great quarterbacks. Yeah. So I don't know. It it makes me like for sure in Dynasty if you have them, like, don't get rid of them. I mean, San, or try to get San them. Francisco put a lot into moving up to get this kid. Yeah, so. three first round picks. Yeah, um, so they they believe in him. From some of the videos I've seen, you sent me one where it was the deep ball, and it was a really nice deep ball. They, kind of wait and see though, because it's like once he gets into actual game speed and you know blitzes and stuff like that, how he'll react. But so far, so good out of what they. Hey, and then Sh- Shanahan also said that. Uh, that he's not going to be starting, but that doesn't that doesn't mean he's not going to be playing. I've seen more stuff say they're going to treat it like KC did with Alex Smith and Mahomes. Kind of let him sit back, learn from the guy ahead of him, Garoppolo. 
he's got to have a ton of knowledge learning behind Tom Brady. My, I mean, you know, I, I just feel take like your time with it. Like people are seeing like what he's capable of in in camp, and it's they're gonna want to jump on it. It's gonna depend on how the Niner season is going, because if they start you know losing games, then I don't think the fan base is gonna be too happy with their number three overall pick still sitting there on the bench. But because yeah. uh, I mean Kansas City that year they were a playoff team, so that's kind of what helped let Mahomes develop that year, but. In San Francisco, they they could potentially be a playoff team, but it, it just depends on a lot of things. Like, so. like for me, it's making me think about uh, a late pick, like in just a normal draft, throwing a late pick to get him. I've been like doing mocks, and I've been trying to get him in like the final round, but it never works out. Like the team right before me always takes them. So <laughs> yeah, that, that's something that I've been trying to do, trying to do too in like mocks, and. Uh, I feel like it wouldn't be bad, man. Like, especially, I, I feel like he could be like Jalen Hurts at the end of last year, where he could bring you that rushing upside, get get you some touchdowns, like, he's and got, then that's playoff time he's too. Got much better weapons yeah. than Jalen Hurts did last year too. That's so, for sure. Um, yeah, and then using that for your last pick, like that's fucking that, money. The thing though is, like, if he's your last pick, you're not gonna hold until the end of the season. That's mm-hmm. what would suck. Uh, but it's just kind of. It's a gamble. It's a gamble. See, I don't even know if I draft two quarterbacks in a redraft type league. I probably wouldn't unless no, nah, yeah, probably a roster I, spot. Probably wouldn't do it either way because there's been a couple that I've done where it's just I've taken Fitzpatrick in the final round, and that's been my one quarterback. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Campa's chowder. Who do you got? Who do I got? Ellinger for the Colts. Oh, we're going Sam Ellinger, huh? Yeah, they've been saying he's splitting reps right now, looking good, kind of fighting for that quarterback spot with the Colts. And I was thinking maybe not for like a redraft league, but a dynasty or the super flex quarterback. Especially a super mm-hmm. flex Like league. just go out, take a shot, see if he can't Cause I think take over the starting job. Could be wrong, but in our super flex, I might have went and grabbed Jacob Eason. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, especially if you picked up in a super flex Wentz, you know, go ensure that mm-hmm. as much as you can. Uh, so, yeah, Allinger, I think they said that they're going to uh, split first-team reps going into, like, their preseason yep. games. So, we'll he seems pretty goes. good, too, though, huh? Like, He's not too bad. I mean, they got two decent quarterbacks as the backup, but. Makes me yeah. think they're not going to try to do something drastic and go I, trade I, for somebody I don't somebody think they'll anymore. trade for anyone. I doubt it, especially with them saying that uh, Wentz will probably be back sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. I think they probably just stick with what they have. And if there's maybe a veteran cut late into the preseason, they probably would look that way. But other than that, I don't really see them trading for anybody at this point. Yeah. about you, Derek? Oh, I mean, I have three wide receivers. I don't know which one I'm going to bring up first. I'm going to go with one that's probably has the most redraft impact <clears throat> somebody who i have yet to take at the end of the mock but i think i would pull the trigger on is brian edwards for the ravens or the ravens raiders uh they said he's been having a good camp yeah that's a, that's a guy that i, w- I was going to bring up too he's cool. he's doing contested catches um you know making he's developing with Carr a l- little bit of a relationship had a disappointing rookie season but and i think they've said he struggled a little bit with drops but he's I think he's standing out more than Ruggs there. So yeah, I think uh, uh, Carr said it himself that he's like becoming like one of his like most reliable uh, like go-to guys, like next to Waller. So. Yeah, which could be important, especially because you're not gonna spend at the very earliest, I would say, thirteenth round pick on him, mm-hmm. unless you're drafting with like some diehard Raider fans. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think thirteen. Yeah, 13 or later. So he would be, a you know, those rounds you're just trying to see who could possibly. A boom. Know, yeah. Who is their number one there? They don't have one. Yeah. It's Waller. Waller's their Waller's number one. number one. And then they're figuring it out from there because they have Edwards, Ruggs, and John Brown. Um, so I know. They, they've been comparing Edwards to, like, T.O. also. Oh, like those, his, those his are ridiculous. Play. Someone were comparing compared him to randy moss after that and i was like this is getting out of hand <laughs> no okay. but but he's definitely a physical receiver yeah like, so all it takes is for one play though and it can change his career mm-hmm. so it's, it's just 
it's a wait and see, but he's a good player to take a, a shot on late. See, even if he has a lot of targets week one, could be valuable in that sense to hold on to him. Yeah. So Brian Edwards, I think, is getting a lot of good camp buzz. He's someone that you should uh, keep your keep your eyes and your radar on. I think you got another on? wide receiver that you guys might have. <clears throat> Marquez Callaway. I did have Callaway. For the Saints. He said he has looked the best mm-hmm. out He's... of all the... Actually, we didn't talk about that in the news, so we'll talk about it here. Uh, Michael Thomas and the Saints are fighting. That uh, so... That's interesting. Yeah, they they said the or the Saints said that he was ignoring them for like three months or something like that. And yeah. then he put out a post saying that uh, they're just trying to like ruin his reputation, yeah. essentially. So yeah, but and I see a trade demand on its way out. In the wake of that, they've been saying Callaway has been the top receiver impressing in camp. So hey, also in New Orleans, Jameis, uh, they're saying he's looking like the leader. Like the leader of the team, um, looking good in camp too. Did you see the video with him running through the tackling dummies <laughs> yeah. though? Uh-oh. That, that, <laughs> it shows like four people doing it before, and like they're just going through, and then Jameis goes and he gets like caught, and like oh. he, he gets just fucking like ragdolled by by him, <laughs> and then he comes stumbling out. But I I think that's good news for for receivers there though, because Jameis fucking slings it. He does. I mean, there was. His final year in Tampa, he, I mean, Evans and Godwin both put up really good years that year. But at the end of the season, they were both injured. And he was making making do with, like, I think it was Scotty Miller, Brashad Perriman. And, yep. uh, some Bunch other, of scrubs. Yeah, so he's, I mean, he can he can make these guys relevant. So, uh, yeah, Callaway's another guy. I don't think he'll probably be drafted in most drafts, but... He could be a guy that could be a popular waiver wire pickup week yeah. one if he does show out. A late late pick possibly. Yeah, I, I wanted to. I wanted to. I'll bring up Tua. They they've been saying he's looking fucking solid, and they're opening up the playbook, and he's hitting That's all the I, throws. I've seen opposite <clears throat> descriptions of him, and he's been struggling with the picks. With picks, with everyone picks. struggles with picks in in camp. Not Jameis. Not Jameis. Not Jameis. Not this year. Uh, but I don't know. Two is no. I, but I think that's good because they said that uh, in his rookie year, like basically all he had was like, uh, like slants and wheel routes. Yeah, like they, in, they didn't do the pl- full playbook for him rookie year. So hopefully, I was hearing that they like with that opening up that will allow for more deep shots. Yeah, I think that that helps. Fucking. Uh, Waddle. Waddle's been looking good in camp. They're mm-hmm. saying he's getting a shitload of work. Yeah. Um, Waddle's somebody who, even from the draft, I've just not been as really high on. But he's starting to grow on me a little bit. I see the potential. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, they spent, what, the sixth pick on him? Yeah. Yep. So, he's definitely... Before the Heisman winner, too. Yeah. Right after Jamar Chase... They passed on Penny Sewell for him, so yeah. Anybody else really making some some noise? I know Elijah Moore in uh, New York's been looking really good too. I've seen a couple routes from Rondell Moore too, where he's oh, yeah. making DBs look bad. But um, the one I want to bring up, he's kind of like a Callaway, where I don't think he'll be drafted, but it's a guy that could possibly be looked at. But you should probably get him on your dynasty roster if you have an open spot. Is uh, Donovan Peoples Jones? From the Browns, they mm-hmm. said he's been looking really good, and just you know really impressing. It's even Baker and all that too. So that's just tough. The touches, I don't see him getting many. You got two good running backs, Odell Landry. Yeah, that's what's kind of hard about it. But um, uh, last year Higgins was getting uh, some pretty good work, right? Yeah, he got a decent amount of work like when, when Odell went yeah. down. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's hard with the Browns because I think they're going to be mainly a running team. Mm-hmm. But you never know. There's going to be I mean, even week one that could be a potential since it's going to be against the Chiefs. So it'll be that could potentially be a high-scoring game where they're going to have to air it out. Could be. I think they're going to try to control the ball like they did in the playoffs. But even then, what was that like a twenty-four to twenty-something game? 
Yeah, but they ate the ball with just running. They didn't really do much with their receivers. Yeah, best O-line in the game. Probably best running core in the game. Yeah. So. Best run game in the game. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I was going to bring up somebody else, but go ahead. I was just going to say uh, another person that's been been making like some pretty good headlines is uh, Palmer from the Chargers. Uh, Josh Palmer? Yeah, the, the rookie. rookie. I haven't read too much on that one, but they're saying he's looking really good, really physical. Uh, he's like a different, like a different type of receiver that they have there. He was like a third round pick, and people were kind of surprised that he went that early. It's because his numbers weren't that great. Yeah. His senior year was it senior year? Or? I think it well, was. Or whatever this past season. Another rookie that was having a good camp, not just necessarily on the field, but like. I'm really appreciating is Amon Ross St. Brown from uh, the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. Every single day, apparently he's staying after the team goes back and catching at least 100 passes from the jugs machine. Apparently today, like, Khalif Raymond met with, like, uh, the press. But then right after that, uh, St. Brown pulled him so they could go get some extra work in. And then there's a video going around about him hurdling people. So he's someone that especially in dynasty <clears throat> go put out a low offer and see if anyone will bite maybe like a second rounder i think yeah, he has potential to become you know he's just a hard worker so that that, that usually pays off in the league if you have talent which yeah, he does yeah. it, it sounds like uh someone that's trying to be like a franchise guy mm-hmm. like who's the other guy in detroit because they have a guy they, that's bigger who he's been I don't know his name. They were talking about him, and he was talking about how he wanted – he imitated his game like Calvin Johnson, and he tries to talk with Calvin. Oh. Is it a rookie? I don't know if it's oh. a rookie. I think I – no, it's his second-year guy. Because they got Perriman. Oh. Who's their second-year guy? I can't think of him. He had a few good games last um, week. Yeah. He, he has a mouthful of a name. He does. Fuck, what the fuck? Uh, well, we looked that up, though. Um, the person – I wish he was almost a my guy, but I just can't because of our quarterback situation. But I've just been watching highlights from training camp, and Jerry Judy just looks so good. He looks so f- just smooth out of his routes. And oh, he he's, he's been just, that guy though. Like yeah, like he had struggled with drops last year, but he's just he's oh my gosh, his I, I, route I feel running like, and separation is is yeah, fantastic. Like separation is like. Fucking world class. Uh, I th- I think he's due for a breakout, though, for sure. I think he is, too. It's just if the quarterbacks can make that happen. That's what it comes down to. If it if we had a better quarterback situation, he would 100% be a my guy. Fuck, if we right had Aaron Rodgers. Oh. <laughs> my my guys would be Noah Fant, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. That would be my guys. We'd have uh, all the Denver players <laughs> going in the first round. I'd oh, love probably. Yeah. <laughs> But did you figure out the name? No. Um, so it's like Quintez Cephas. Uh huh. Quintez Cephas. I I wanted to find the article, make sure I talked about the right guy. I couldn't. I hey, didn't want to search too long. My boy Jay Adams is over there. From, fuck, I forgot what college he went to. <laughs> Undrafted dude. I don't know. But big big body guy. Yeah, I think the one concern that popped up, I think it was today, was with jamar chase and they're saying he's not getting really separation like mm-hmm. they want him to and it's like that's a little bit of a concern but i don't think so necessarily for him because it's not his game it's this well, one it's getting used to the speed of the game at the next level i mean it's a rookie it's he's bad. gonna struggle with it but a even bit. in college like he's a contested catch guy yeah, yeah he's fucking he's, anquan bolden anquan bolden des bryant he's one of those kind of builds where he's just going to be more physical and you know win jump balls and stuff like that so i'm not necessarily concerned about that mm-hmm. I've, each day i feel like i see a highlight from a different Bengals wide receiver oh that fucking boyd catch the boyd catch the moss in the corner t higgins had a nice catch and like on a like a wheel route i believe it was so it's just like if that o-line can give burrow like two seconds Mm -hmm. two and a half seconds please i I would love to like i was completely out on boyd but now starting to sneak back in i mean he's just going at a good value so it's like i can't ignore that one we didn't talk about in the news, 
Aaron Jones dealing with a hammy issue right now. Oh, he true. is. Also, DeAndre Swift dealing with a groin. Uh, I don't. Neither of them are serious, but you just—it's a little hesitating. Yeah, it's a, especially the hamstrings. The hamstrings linger. Um, so, Ugh, I mean, I don't. They were talking Mark Andrews connecting with Lamar, getting that connection back up. I mean, well, I know you've been a little off on Andrews. Well, but... now with Bateman possibly out, <laughs> I might be back in on Andrews. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been team. Draft tight end, draft a late tight end. Yeah. This year, but Andrews might be good, especially with no, the receivers all going down. If it's going to be him between him and Sammy Watkins, I'll take Mark Andrews <laughs> as their top top receiver. But yeah, kind of, kind of is what it is. I'm still yet to, just because you said draft a late tight end this year, like I don't think I've ever had like one of the top three tight ends like ever in any mocks. Like just ever, just ever. I, I do it. I, in, I never pick them. I do it in mocks, but I'll never do it in a real draft. They go too early. Cause like Kelsey sometimes even goes in the first. I like it's just like there was a couple years ago where I traded for Kelsey, and like I can understand the reasoning why because it's just so nice. Like with the tight end position, you just yeah, you don't have to think about it. it. Yeah. You forget about it each and every week. It's like you, you just have to look out for his bye week and make sure you pick someone up that's exactly, going to be playing. But like... that's, that's literally it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I get the ease of that where it's just like, set it, forget it. He's going to win you that tight end battle pretty much every single week you mm-hmm. have. But I just can't do it. I know there's a lot of people that do go Kelsey Early or Waller or Kittle. I think there was one mock that me and Chowder did where I took Waller in the Late third, mm-hmm. or yeah, it was like mid late third. I think it came snaking back. Yeah, something. so it was like, but even then, like I, I liked the team in general, but I didn't like my wide receivers. So, but you go almost got to look at a guy like that being a step above just any other normal tight end. It's a wide yeah. receiver. He is, and that's the thing. A is top like, running back type deal. You start two receivers possibly a third one in the flex our our league has two flexes so i mean there's two spots there but um in regular leagues it's one flex so it's like some of these receivers you're drafting aren't going to see the field so it's mm-hmm. like drafting a tight end might not be a bad idea but i just can't bring myself to do it i drafted kittle last year in ours he got hurt unfortunately but i would have luckily the receivers i drafted late all hit that's a big thing. But, yeah, it's, it's taking a risk, taking a tight end that early. Yes. Yeah. Anything else we want to talk about in terms of camp buzz? Not really. I I heard Hardman's looking really good in Kansas City. but I think the fantasy footballers brought it up, though, and they were saying that there's not been a Chiefs wide receiver, too, that has finished in, like, the top 40, I mm-hmm. believe it was, um, since, like, 2004 yeah so that's it's like pretty... yeah it's like it's hard to say that one because it's like you have kid who the not fuck Kittle. is that keenan mccardo might have been might have been uh jeremy macklin dwayne bow dwayne bow is their number one when he was there so i don't know but it, it's just it's hard because it's like you have number one is kelsey number two is, is tyreek so it's like those are their top two options. That and Reed sounds like they want to get uh, Edwards into the pass game more, get him the ball more often. Yeah, I mean the they use the other receivers, but they're just not highly targeted, where you can feel comfortable starting them each yeah. and every week. So mm-hmm. that's the problem with that wide receiver two spot. Yeah, even with Watkins there, like he had one good week a season, week one every year. <laughs> <clears throat> Every year, right, Chowder? Because I traded Watkins to him last year after Week One with something else, and I yeah, got I got so messed over on that trade. It was <laughs> Watkins and Malcolm Brown. It was yeah, I wanted who, a running back because I lost at, my running who, who back was at and, the time. The Rams and started. he got hurt, <laughs> but then I got DJ Chark back, so that wasn't. It was not the. It was a pretty ugly trade, just yeah, in, general. in general. But I managed. Hey, he's been splitting carries with with Gaskin. 
they're saying in camp. Malcolm Brown. Yeah. yeah. So if you still have them, that's not bad. That's I think I bad. do still have them on my team. <laughs> I packaged Chark and something else for CD, so I'm happy. Uh, but let's get into the my guys. And I'll just pick up right where I left off. Go into it. I've been talking about this guy all off season. Um, He's been I'm jerking a, off to this guy every all day. Freaking off season. And then these highlights aren't making it worse. Hard knocks is about to be on tonight. I'm about to do it t- tonight too. Oh, put man. some candles on. Put some candles on. I freaking have the old uh, CD book that everyone used to have where they would keep all their CDs because CD Lamb is my guy. Um, he's been my guy for a while now. I didn't know if he was going to be a, a redraft my guy, but it's it's happening. Hey, it's happening. I'm so freaking pumped. I'm just saying, be afraid on Saturday. You might not get your guy. Listen, I'm not, I'm not fully going ex- <laughs> into this expecting to get CD. <laughs> You, you might not be you might I might not get not your get guy. Him. I might not get him. I get that. <laughs> the worst part about ours is we have no idea where we're picking until no, that but, day. And that's the thing. It's like I've been hype on CD for so long. If anybody, which people from our league listen to this, they know how hype I'm on CD. So. No, but for sure, dudes looked fucking solid. Yeah. Um, I know like, he had struggles with drops last year. I'm not fully concerned about that. Guys, just talented. Drops can be fixed. Devontae yeah, li- Adams had drops. Literally, yeah. Rookie. I was gonna say, like every rookie has drop problems. So yeah, CD is. He had 900 yards last year with a mixture of Prescott, Danucci, and Andy Dalton. He when he was with Prescott, he was on pace for like 1,200 yards. I'm not worried about him at all. CD Lamb. Kind of, Go get him. Cra- like, kind of my crazy, guy. in my opinion, that CD and Cooper both go like right around the same time, too. Yeah, but so yeah. do Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I can see and I can see where the CD comes from. I can see him taking over as the number one guy there. Cooper getting left back a little bit, and so it's a little... But even then, if Cooper gets left back a little bit, it's not going to be much. Yeah. yeah. He, they could very well have both of them over 1,000 yards. Yo, but like so. CD's ball skills, like in the red zone, fucking... That's all you need. Just go put on that touchdown against Minnesota on repeat where he did that crazy adjustment. Seriously. And, yeah, break out the lotion. (laughs) (laughs) Dim the lights. (laughs) All right. Marvin Gaye playing in the background. On a a CD. I don't even put it on my Spotify because... Because of his CD. name's CD, that's why I have to go. I'm, I'm just picturing forty year old virgin when he's setting up. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the poster above the bed. <laughs> Damn, I, don't, I don't know how to do that. I'm not that tech, technological sound, but uh, I might have to make a TikTok about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who wants to go next for a uh, my guy? I'll I'll jump in. Um, this guy I, I've been trading for and like. All my dynasty leagues given up. I gave up, I think, a first round pick in a dynasty league for this guy. I believe it was ours. Yeah, for Brandon Ayuk. Um, in camp, he's looking really solid. He's looking like uh, Trey Lance's favorite target, Jimmy Garoppolo's favorite target. It's fucking, I don't know, it's looking good. He, he is a beast. And he's he's good at making a play. After the catch. He's explosive. That's kind of what you want to look for in a receiver. Like, he can give you, like you said, those yards after catch. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they were using him last year with, like, some reverses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, they want to get the ball in his hands. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just hope that, especially because, let me see, like, what wide receiver he is. I just hope he can, I hope that team can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. He's wide receiver 26. Um. That's his ADP. Yeah, like average, uh, like six round, like late six. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Overall, day. sixty-eight. Yeah, you're. You could potentially have him as a wide receiver three. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he, he and that's like, uh, his ceiling. I feel like he could be a like your wide receiver one. I think he could possibly you know get to that point as well. So. So I'm high on this dude. I think he's gonna pay off, especially in Dynasty. I can't, I can't argue with that one. Uh, Brandon Ayuk. I mean, you've been high on him since before the draft last year. 
So, you know, you've you've just stayed consistent with that. Yeah, I, I have him in like a... I think if I were to log into all my teams, he's on all my teams. So he's my guy. <laughs> That's like he's your CD. Yeah. Last year in 12 games, 60 catches for 748 yards and five touchdowns. Um, those are solid stats for missing four games. Missing four games and also uh, quarterback play. Like, yeah, not great. Yeah, very inconsistent. Let, let's get him a good quarterback. Trey Lance? Trey Lance. Just get him a, a healthy quarterback. Let's get him a healthy quarterback. <laughs> a healthy quarterback. No more Nick Mullins. Uh, who was that other quarterback that they had there? can't even remember. But I don't even want to know. Yeah. So get him a good quarterback. What about Drew Chowder? Who, my who guy? Got? I think everybody knows who my guy is because it's another guy who I have on a lot of my teams. Before, before, you, before you get into who you have on all your teams, I just want to point out, I'm on Fantasy Pros right now, and I'm on projections for Brandon Ayuk, and it says in terms of strength schedule, he has the easiest matchup schedule out of any wide receiver. Let's go. So, Sets up. Yeah. Continue, good sir. Mine is Mr. Miles Sanders, running back, the running back y'all. Fly Eagles, fly podcast. And I, I'm doing this as you're not reaching for this guy. You're going to draft him where he falls to you, and that's going to be end of the third round, beginning of the fourth. This is total but they have – so they released the they released the initial depth chart. You want to know who's listed behind him? Jordan Howard. Not even the rookie, not even uh, Kenyon whatever. <laughs> Kenyon – what's his name? Kenny Gainwell? No. Uh, uh, they picked him up from the on carry on Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Too many K words. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. And then on top of it, you add in the fact that the offense coordinator they have there is from Detroit, and he loves to run the ball. Yeah, I, I was going to mention that. Like, he loves to run it. You got Jalen Hurts, who's a running, running guy. Their O-line's healthy again this year, and that's the biggest thing. Their O-line can't get any worse than it was last year. Yeah, and I mean they've the camp reports have been that he's struggled in the past game, uh, but and this shouldn't really matter, especially because like you said, it's a potential running back that like will get most of the work. Yeah, and he's going late third, early fourth, so it's a value at that point. If he was going second or anywhere in the second or early third, I probably would have mm-hmm. a, an argument against it. But with his ADP right now, I I just I don't see it. Yeah, no, no argument there. And he's also, like, big play potential, too. Uh, oh, he shows that last week, or last year, 75-yard breakaway to, yeah. and got hurt on that and one. And Jalen Hurts, like, usually when you see a running quarterback, that helps the overall run game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially if they, you know, run a lot of options where making the defense feel uncomfortable. You, you know, got to choose someone. Who are you yes. going to choose? You can't. And then everybody has their guy they got to follow. So you break one guy, yeah, you, make one person miss, and that big play is huge. You you see that shit in Baltimore. And Baltimore's run game is solid. Yeah. So I mean, right on Fantasy Pros, it has Miles Sanders ranked at, at number 17 running back overall. But I don't see it in terms of most of the mocks that I do on the different sites. Because on here, they have them listed over Swift, Montgomery, and Carson. Mm-hmm. I don't ever really see Sanders go over those guys. All three of those guys go before Sanders. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Sanders is turning into a value, especially if, you know, you take a early wide receiver mm-hmm. or even two early wide receivers, you could potentially be, you know, grabbing him. I wouldn't necessarily want him as my running back one, but, you know, if you get a Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs stack, yeah. it's it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Um. But I'll piggyback off of that. Like I said, I got so much hate for this one on the ticket talk. Oh, um, no. But Jalen Hurts is going to be my guy for this year. Uh, quarterback number 10. But just with that rushing ability, you just, he has, I get it, he has the potential to, f- like, kind of flame out. Mm-hmm. But he also has the potential to be a top five guy just because he can run the ball. He could put up over 700 rushing yards i agree so um if that's there i think you know it's going to be worth it for fantasy how that turns out for him being an actual nfl quarterback i don't know but 
in terms of fantasy, I, I want that high upside, especially for my quarterback. You know, last few years I've had Matt Ryan in the leagues, and it's like he's been okay, but you rarely get that week where he's winning it for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where last year in the playoffs. He's losing it for you. Last week, <laughs> last year in the playoffs, I should have lost in the first my first round matchup against Hector. But then uh, Jalen Hurts went and put up 42 points. So it was just – and, like, we you, you got to separate fantasy from actual play yeah. because yeah. in that game he was very inaccurate, wasn't, you know, hitting a lot of the passes. But Rush yards add up, man. Yeah, 42 points with him having not necessarily the greatest game as a quarterback. So. Last, mm-hmm. last year's quarterback, eight of the top ten finishers were all running-type quarterbacks. Yeah, mm-hmm. so – uh, I I just I really like Jalen Hurts this year, you know. I wish he was going at a little bit more of a value, because he's he, you know he's going ahead of like Ryan Tannehill, mm-hmm. which I like Tannehill and the potential there. But I just think you know if you get him, there's the potential weeks for big weeks where it's going to help your team win games and get I you to the playoffs. He's almost a matchup play. You got to kind of look around, see what's going on. Maybe you have two quarterbacks. Maybe I don't know. I think that's the thing. Just with the rushing, he gives you a solid floor. Yeah, yeah. where it's you like you do. You're not worried about scoring nine points in a week. Yeah. you're you're gonna get fifteen. Yeah, even if he's not the greatest in the passing work, you know he's gonna give you a solid floor. Mm-hmm. So that's just that's where I'm I'm at with Jalen Hurts, and I I really I just really like the potential of him this year. Um, I've traded for him in like super flex leagues too. Just for that, um, so Jalen Hurts is someone that I like, and hopefully, you know, he can show out and earn himself some a starting gig, whether it's in Philly or or somewhere else. Hey, top ten finish. I'm I'm gonna buy into it. If anybody wants to put a bet on that, let me know. I I, I see him in the top ten too. So okay, not as like a overall quarterback rating or anything, but fancy, yes. Yeah, and to piggyback off of yours. Oh. My guy, oh, my guy, Tannehill. Let's go, Ryan. Ryan Tannehill. Everybody always overlooks him. He's constantly finishing top eight to top twelve quarterbacks, Mm -hmm. and he's always drafted as a fifteenth to twentieth quarterback. Yeah, and then this year you add in, he gets Julio Jones to throw to. I I know people are downplaying that so much. I think what people are downplaying a lot too is that defense is still going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. So as much as they want to run with yeah. Derrick Henry, there's going to be games where they're going to have to throw the ball. Oh yeah. So I just think it helps them in the red zone, getting Julio down there. I mean, Julio's never been the big red zone guy, but I think it changes with Tennessee. Which yeah. is like before you guys got here, I was watching a YouTube video and it was like the best like mosses of all time. And, like, a lot of them were freaking Julio Jones. And I'm like, why didn't Atlanta just throw him jump balls? Like, it's stupid. Because teams would double cover him, triple cover that guy in the red zone. I don't know. And when you have Matt Ryan, I don't know if he's, like, the most accurate quarterback in the red zone. Yeah, Julio Jones is, like, a whole other level of receiver. Like, man, I, I don't know how you let one of those guys leave your team. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Rebuild, get something out of him before he that's just kind of out of free agency last year almost 4,000 yards passing 33 touchdowns seven interceptions so he's very efficient what's overlooked too is you know only 266 yards on the ground but seven touchdowns so he can get it done on the ground especially in the red zone you know Mm -hmm. do you have derrick henry but there's times where it's a pass play he can scramble and go in for him himself he's not worried about getting hit by a linebacker he's probably the best value in terms of quarterbacks and in the draft right now, so yeah, I would agree. Don't force an early quarterback if you can grab no. someone like Tannehill. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so my guy would be. I'm gonna go with the rookie here, okay. uh, receiver. We talked about him a little earlier, Elijah Moore. He's going like late 14th round. <laughs> yeah, he's going late. So super late, but I've been getting him in like all my teams as well. But I just like his upside. Like, uh, I don't see Jamison Crowder doing. Like, I like him way over Jamison Crowder. Um, Corey Davis, 
doesn't really stand out to me as a receiver. Like, I, I feel like he's going to be getting a shitload of work. When when this guy was in college, uh, split in time with A.J. Brown and fucking uh, D.K., I don't know. Like, he's a, he's a solid player, and he's been making hella noise in camp. Like, well, like a late-ass pick. With where you can get him, it's just a shot in the dark, but it's a, a good shot. Yeah, especially because coming in, he's coming in with a fellow rookie in Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Wilson's going to have to go through his growing pains, but, you know, with that becomes him playing from behind. Mm-hmm. More passing work. Yep. And, you know, if he's developing a... a yeah, they, with Elijah Moore, it's they they've been through uh, rookie camp, mini camp, mm-hmm. training camp, like they're just building a chemistry. A lot so. of it, it's been. I like heard they live together. He's looking for him. Is this a serious thing? No, oh, okay. <laughs> I, like, I didn't hear that. No, <laughs> you can make it a thing. But yeah, he's going. His ADP is 141st overall. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's one of those things where take a shot on him. He's very talented. If he gets a lot of work. Week one, you know, he could turn into something. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's an interesting one, you know. It's we, a it's a late one. It's, it's like especially. One. It's just like usually I'd be like, oh, I don't know rookies, but after last year and all these freaking rookie wide receivers just just balling out. Yeah. I'm not gonna say never, especially with that receiving core in New York where it's not the greatest. <laughs> It's like Rondell Moore, he's got A.J. Green and DeAndre Hopkins in front of him. Mm-hmm. When you have Corey Davis and Jameson Crowder, it's a little easier for you. Yeah. So, yeah, Elijah Moore. Like the upside. Like I'll take upside. it in the 14th round any day. If it pays off, it's a big payoff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're all on our, our final ones, correct? Yeah. Yep. Who wants I'll just go again. All right. Uh, a running back. Um, let me see where he's going. Or what he's running back. What? Sorry, guys. Yeah, you should probably have said his name before you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's Damon right. Harris. Oh, okay. Okay. Just because uh, it's like a like super far uh, drop of running backs. He's not really like in that like third tier. I think he's like seventh round, I believe, eighth round pick. He's going to... around the other guy I like coming out of New York a little bit, and that's uh... Michael Carter. Yeah, is that a my guy? No, it's not oh. a my guy <laughs> because I... I don't I don't trust that yet. I need to see more of playing and what they do with preseason. Well, yeah, I mean, just even looking at Damian Harris last year. It sucked because it was like a lot of Cam Newton, when it, they got to the goal line, he would take the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what sucked. But in terms of like getting a running back that late, like he was consistently getting you, you know, nine to 13 points a week. Not what you're necessarily looking for, but if you're dealing with injuries, you can live he's with. not killing you. He's yeah. not killing your week. He's giving you a decent amount of points mm-hmm. to the point where you he- can – Hope your the rest of your team can get you the win. I, I want to say he finished the season like averaging, uh, like in like average yards a game, like in the top five. So that's pretty fucking solid. Well, and Burkhead's not there anymore. Yeah, and uh, reports from camp too are saying that no one's really taken any carries from him. Like it's gonna look like he's gonna be like a bell cow there. Yeah, Sony could potentially be a a cut. Mm-hmm. If it comes down to it, I think James White is the only other running back guaranteed. They were talking, uh, he's basically like Belichick's go-to man right now. Yeah, but yeah. that's just going to be receiving work. Yeah. He's not going to take a whole lot of carries. The only yeah. person that might take carries is Jonu. If you saw that video of him taking the the carry from Cam. Hey, he, he, Smith. he would do that <laughs> shit in, in Tennessee, though. I mean, they did that back in the day with um he who shall not be named. Uh, they used him as the running a- back. Aaron. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't see anybody really taking from. Did you see hear what the coach said about a uh, rookie Ramondre Stevenson? That he's fat. No, no. <laughs> he's had, a big dude though. He's they, thick as fuck. They asked the running backs coach. They were like, "Hey, what does uh, what does Ramondre need to you know improve on?" And he was like, "Everything." So oh, shit. yeah, uh, not. The, what you want to hear from uh, 
rookie coming in. So yeah, I, I don't I, think anyone's going to be taking carries away from Damian. Really. Yeah, I looked it up. He's running back 31, going like average 79. So yeah. back end of the seventh, take that. Not bad. Especially if you get into a little debacle like I did in our mock last, last <laughs> week. Yeah. If you go receiver heavy early, that guy might be there. I'd prefer him as like a flex type running back, but if you get stuck in that position, he could potentially give you a little bit of a better. Man, I, yeah. I I still don't understand those those uh people that are like they swear on no running back. I don't, I don't get it. Zero running back people. I don't like if it's a full point PPR. I can see how you can kind of make up for it a little bit, but even then, like. There's running backs that are catching the ball too. Like, yeah. why would you want to go zero RB? Like, I mean, I, our mock we did today where I went with Devonte, Stefan Diggs, and then si- Sanders was my next one, but I went CD after. My running backs looked like trash still. Like, there's yeah. no way they can make up for the the point difference. I don't yeah, know. I, like, I see it every offseason on Twitter. Everyone's like, oh, zero RB, zero RB. I don't hear those people saying that they're winning championships at the end of the season. Yeah, I, I, I need to see stats yeah. on that because I guarantee you they're not. I, I just did a, a draft, too, where one, one of the guys that was, like, what they were saying, like, I've never drafted running backs. Or I, I never drafted running back. I never go out of my way to draft a running back. But, like, when I saw his team, I think his first running back was, who the fuck was it? Um, Zach Moss as your number one. No, especially when it's like you have two spots that you have to start running back. You have mm-hmm. to. So it's like, why would you want to just kill your position like that? I, I just don't understand the zero RB people. Um, but I will go ahead and go next, and I'm gonna go ahead and grab a guy from kind of local. He went to see you, Lavisca Chenault. Um, Urban Myers supposedly in love with this with him not as much dj chark he doesn't really mm-hmm. like dj chark from the reports <laughs> you know marvin jones is there he's getting some hype too but from what i've heard is visca has been showing out um you know well, a bigger body 62 220 mm-hmm. and i think you know he's going around like the ninth round eighth ninth round so yeah and dude's a playmaker too like yeah run game fucking uh he gets red zone targets too he was getting a shitload of targets at the, at the end of the season, like fifty-eight catches, six hundred yards, five touchdowns last year. I, I just, think he can improve on that. I think he's getting taken like wide receiver forty something right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see how he doesn't finish above that. With Lawrence, they're going to be throwing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just makes sense. They don't got a tight end taken away. Etine is going to be. Etine, uh, however you Font. want. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sorry, I can't pronounce these guys' names. <laughs> didn't you? Didn't you uh, give him a breakdown last week of how to say it? Three letters. Just think of three. E-T-N. Thank you. <laughs> Etine. But he's. He, uh, he almost said it wrong again. <laughs> he's the only one that's like sounding like he might be able to take something away. But I mean, Marvin Jones is there as the. I would say veteran wide receiver guy there to I know and, out, and he's he's more of a like a DJ Chark like yeah. the type of receiver so yeah I think LaVisca you're gonna see him used in slot and outside he'll run the ball he had 18 carries last year he'll be a wild car or wildcat quarterback yeah, too so he's, he's gonna be used all over the field and I, I just think I expect a big season out of LaVisca um the ceilings there yeah 70 only 79 targets last year so he caught majority of the balls that were thrown his way and, and who I was that the mustache see. that Minshew? was Minshew and mike glennon yeah yeah it wasn't 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 a good time there last definitely year, so. having uh lawrence there's gonna be a way upgrade which i gotta say too if you go like no early quarterback trevor lawrence is a great late round quarterback to pick up yep he's got Houston week one so it's that's kind of been one of my strategies going is uh if I can't get Tannehill or Jalen Hurts late I go with Trevor Lawrence because of that week one matchup if he I think he has a good week two matchup too but if if need be I'll just go streaming after that yeah so Mm -hmm. 
Um, but yeah, LaVisca Chenault, my guy. Chowder, final my guy. I changed my guy. Uh-oh. But it's another good one. And it, he's someone drafted right around Chenault. Mike Williams for Chargers. Let's go. Mikey Williams. I like that one. He's wide receiver 50 as the number two guy in in L.A. And they were telling he's playing the X position, which their new or coordinator came from New Orleans, and that's where Michael Thomas played. Mm-hmm. And so they're saying that they're trying to drop a lot of plays for him, and he's going 10th round. Yeah, I would say you can get him your wide receiver 4 or 5, but his ceiling for being that late is huge, I think. Yeah, especially in the red zone, too. Like, yeah. He's a red zone guy. Mm-hmm. He definitely is. I mean... One year he had a thousand yards on forty nine catches, um, so there's that. A little had, bit of a boom and bust, yeah, but the following year he, or the previous year before that, forty three catches but ten touchdowns. So it's a guy that you're not gonna necessarily be able to just put in every single week, but a guy that if you're bye week you'll be yeah, like you know, Chowder was saying, like your fourth receiver. Yeah. Like, that's a guy that you could throw in someone's bye week that could produce. And he's got a very capable quarterback. Very good so quarterback. It is it is what it is, and Mike Williams is a he's a talented guy. He just needs to stop throwing his body around because every single time he goes up for, like, a freaking crazy catch. He Where just, he, like, fucking makes his body into, like, the letter C yeah, to catch and, a ball. And then just lands flat on his back. Like, <laughs> you know? I've never seen him land, like, a good way. It's always just, like... He needs is to he going to get up from that landing? Yeah, like, I feel like every time he goes up for a catch, it's like, oh, I'm a backflip out of this. Like, that seems like what that's what is in his mind. <laughs> He's, like, getting but, prepared for his legs to get taken out or he, something. He needs to go to the WWE, yeah. get some training on how to fall. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't you don't fall great, Mike. Fall better. <laughs> fall better. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever heard of that. Yeah. Fall, fall better. Fall better. Let's go. Oh. All right, any guys that uh, just missed the cut from you guys being my guys? I mean, I talked about Jerry Judy earlier. I, I wanted to bring up uh, Javante. Um, I know that, like, in a lot of, like, home leagues, I might not be getting him because I think he'll go a lot higher than where he's going in uh, regular drafts. He's going, like, too. end of sixth or, like, mid-sixth. I've gotten him in, like, the end of the sixth early si- or uh, early seventh round. I usually in the mock will take him around like round five, yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah, I agree with that one. He was on my list too, not just because we're Bronco fans, but I think it's a good value and a potential for a top twenty-four back easily if he gets most of the work. First yeah. couple of weeks is going to tell you what he's going to do mm-hmm. for, for sure. I, I feel like he's going to take over for sure by the end of the year. It's going to be his his backfield and yeah, he could very well be a, the J.K. Dobbins of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you know first six weeks not getting much and then progressively getting better and better mm-hmm. until finally it's his job. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, why I wanted to bring up. Too, well, yeah. Gordon has his fumble problem, so it won't take long for him to this take over if something true. happens. Like All it that takes too. is for him to cough one up at the fucking one yard line again, <laughs> which I felt like happened like three times. It's so gonna happen. Gonna real. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. Monte is definitely a guy in consideration. Chowder was in Bring Up Who? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. I messed up my song because yeah, of that. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> That's why we, we had to fit him in. Yeah. Um, I think earlier in the offseason, before it was the COVID and the injury, Curtis Samuel was going to for sure be a my guy. Mm-hmm. I still like him, but I'm a little bit iffy. He's not getting the work right now. That They're I'm saying Humphreys looks looks good there. Yeah. So that He's like the favorite target. Don't get me wrong. I'll still draft Curtis Samuel, but I'm just I'm not as high on him as I as I once was. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm still a scary Terry guy too, though. Like yeah, if he's there, I'm I'm getting him. I see so many people putting scary Terry in their like top ten at like number eight or number seven. I just can't do it. He's I just, not. I don't. Feel, not with the quarterback play there. With with right. his magic, I feel like it's even better. I feel like that's why he's there. Oh my gosh, I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, yeah. I like Scary Terry, but I like him more of as a wide receiver, too. I would not feel comfortable with him being my, my one, if I'm being honest. Hey, teach his own. Yeah, teach his own. I mean, own. you really don't got a choice if you go running back heavy early on. Yeah, but I think if it was like between Samuel, 
I would definitely take Keenan Allen over Curtis Samuel. Or not Curtis Samuel. What am I saying? Samuel. Over I would do that, Terry, too. Terry McLaurin. <laughs> I would take Keenan Allen over Terry. I would. I would probably take Allen Robinson over Terry. Oh, Allen Robinson. With Andy Dalton? Hey. This man has had no quarterbacks in all yeah, his that, finishes. That's seriously, that's seriously his best quarterback ever. Yeah. Um, I, at this point, my guy, I might take CD over Terry. Just oh, with the upside. I, I wouldn't. It is what it is. What do we got to say before we head out for the night? Mr. Chris, I haven't seen you in a while, man. We'll see him Saturday. Let's go. For the draft. He'll be like three hours late. Probably. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. What do you got to say, Chowder? Smoke something good. Okay. That's a good one. In honor of Chris. In honor of Chris. Um, Chris is having a baby. If you guys don't remember, he's having yeah, a send, baby. Send him some diapers. Send Come him on, some guys. Diapers. Don't reach on quarterbacks and don't reach on tight ends. This is a good point. Don't reach. Don't put Twinkies on your pizza. That's how I'm going to end this one. And we love y'all. We'll be back next week. We out. With another exciting episode. As always, Derek, Hugo, Chowder. We'll have Hector back at some point. We'll have Chris back at some point. Jose back at some point. We are the dream team. And we love y'all. Peace. Yeah, thank you. Deuces. Alright. Alright.